Welcome to All Good in the Hood, a podcast that celebrates people doing great things in their communities. These are the unsung heroes who have started social enterprises or community initiatives in a hope to make the world a better place. What is it that drives these people? Why is community so important to them? What are the hurdles they're facing along the way? And is what they're doing having a real impact? We'll find out on this episode of All Good in the Hood. Episode 4, Daniel Lewis, The Dad Website. Daniel Lewis is a Melbourne-based writer, dad of three, and co-founder and editor of The Dad Website. Today he works as a copywriter for an ASX-listed company in the city. He also writes bits and pieces for Fairfax while maintaining The Dad Website and trying to keep his head above water in the parenting stakes. He regularly attends the important men's business pub nights with local dads and is an avid runner regularly turning out to the Maribyrnong Park Run. He launched the Dad website in mid-2016 with two dad mates and it has quickly grown with a large social following and more than 70 contributors on board from all over the world. So let's kick things off. The first question for Daniel is, what's the idea behind the Dad website? Yeah, so the idea was floating around for a while uh, before I acted on it. I thought there was definitely a, I thought there was definitely a gap in the market, p- particularly here. There's, um, you know, there's there's Fatherly in America and the Dad Network in the UK and a few other big sites, but not much here. So was that what, interesting for you to find that out that there wasn't yeah much stuff here? Well, and, and I, I, I sort of knew you sort of knew I sort of knew it anyway, like you know a lot of a lot of people sort of like there's so much out there for mums, but nothing for dads and so that so there was that there was that side of it it was like let's let's you know let's let's do this and see if we can make you know make something out of it i mean obviously the main thing is to try and to build a community and and get something for other dads to read but you know we wanted to monetize it we still do um but so yeah so getting back to your main question um what do we want to get out of it yeah so we wanted to we wanted to set up one of the we wanted to be a home for, for 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 all dads not just you know, new dads, but you know, dads with adult kids. Um, yeah, um, wanted to have enough relatable content that um, that dads of all ages could could be a spot for them to to, to read relatable content and um, yeah, and be informed, be informed, educated, and um, and entertained. Why is it important for it to be relatable? Uh, I guess it's, I guess it doesn't have to be relatable, but it, it, it often helps. I think, um, especially for for blokes who aren't great at talking about stuff uh, as a general rule. Um, yeah, if and and it's a lot of new dads, especially, don't have time to really go and talk to other dads. So I guess that's a, a way of you know, if they've got doubts in their mind, they can go and read this particular story and oh shit, yeah, I can relate to that, and then. They come away feeling maybe a little bit better about the whole thing. So the main goal is to let other dads out there know that they're no, not alone. That's and, right. Yeah. And, um, you know, that we're, they're all going through some very similar yes. scenarios. Yeah. That's one of the major main goals, yeah. Um, as I said, I I was dealing with a lot of various frustrations and um, I could I could tell um, from some of the conversations I'd had with some of the local dads that, you know, a lot of the struggles were were quite similar across the board but as I said there didn't seem to be much of a much of a meeting point for that sort of thing um, and what was that so important for you to create that meeting point um, why did why did you have to be the instigator 
Well, yeah, well, I think it just it comes back to wanting to create wanting to create something um, for, to fulfil my my ambitions to produce something. Um, and I guess as a writer, um, and my, my my friend, my, my two partners are both creatives as well. One's um, one's an, one's like a an art director. Um, we had we had the skill set to to create something pretty cool. Uh, I think well, I thought uh, we had the yeah we had we had between us we had the, we had the skill set to make something make something pretty good out of it. Um, Do you think it was something deeper than that? Something more about? Did you want to connect with other dads? Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to, 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 wanted it to be a forum where I could reach out to other dads as well, and I've definitely done that. I've met some some pretty extraordinary blokes along the journey. Um, so many amazing stories. Um, so you- that that's what I wanted to get out of it as well. Is just just the story. This um, as a as a journal, I just love story, and I just love. That. I wanted to create that mechanism uh, for 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 blokes to share their stories. Um, when did it get to the point where you actually said, "I want to create the dad website and I want to tell stories from dad's points of view"? Yeah. So, I like so I, I freelanced for well, I still do a little bit. So it's been ten years or so, um, but and I really enjoyed it, um, but. It had always been sort of a little bit of a goal of mine to to, to produce my own uh, produce my own publication of of some description. So, um, and as I was going back to the lecturers saying, write what you know. Um, at the time where the first seeds for the Dad website were sort of getting sown, which was a couple of years ago now, uh, I was just fully immersed in parenthood. Like I had. Th- uh, Tash and I had three three girls um, in the space of four years, uh, so I definitely was writing about what I definitely was writing about what I knew, um, and I was struggling with um, I was struggling with a lot of aspects of parenthood. Um, so, yeah, so with with the dad website, um, I uh, I thought that was a way of covering off my lit my or covering off some of my literary literary ambitions whilst also um you know appeasing myself and and trying to help other dads and um trying to create a sense of community i guess is the is, is the main message out of it i'm really interested when you talk about that struggle for the first four years <laughs> uh one thing that really got me to get you here today is because I personally, being a father, have had my own struggles with being a father. And uh, when I found your website and read some of the stories, it really resonated deeply with me. So I'm intrigued to find out what are some of those struggles for you and how were you feeling in those those first yeah. four years and can you pinpoint? Oh, well, I think the struggle is still very much real. and So it's eight years now, but um, especially... So when when our third bo- third uh, third girl Bonnie was born, our, our eldest Edie was not even four. So it was a whirlwind time, um, and the struggles I guess were um, feelings of um, feelings of isolation. Sort of, you know, not not a lot of I didn't obviously I, a lot of my long term friends weren't dads, so I sort of didn't have anyone to talk to. Uh, my partner didn't have time to. To deal with my crap, basically. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, it sort of brought out a bit more of a bit more of the anxiety because I was, you know, it wasn't all about me anymore. I had to prov- uh, uh, there's a sense that I had to provide, and I wasn't bringing in a huge income at the time. Um, yeah, just having to grow up completely. It was a complete curveball. Like Tash, Tash became a different person. Uh, I think that's pretty common with mums, especially ones that have multiple kids in zero amount of time. Um, so what, what what were the range of emotions that you were going through during? Yeah, that so there was frustration. There was um, uh, there was isolation. Um, a little bit of yeah. I, was, I guess I was a little bit scared as well because. Um, all of a sudden, you do, you're completely you've got these little 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 humans that are completely reliant on you and what, whatever you and the decisions you make each day um, impact them and how you act impacts them. And did that pressure ever get too much for you? Did you feel like yeah, plenty, plenty of times, and it still it still it still does. I mean, I'm keep I'm getting better at keeping it in check. Um, but as I said, that was one of the main drivers for the Dad website is just trying to put put a lot of those struggles um trying to do something productive with them i guess yeah. uh, because I, I think they i think they're quite i think a lot of blokes can resonate with a lot of that um you know there's it's a complete game changer when you have kids it's um you know you've got uh, your relationship changes you know the intimate the intimacy becomes non-existent for, for a period of time um you know you've got um you know, there's just the constant pressure. Yeah, your pressures at work. You you got people demanding, like you got demands at work, demands at home. The, the you got the monotony of the nightly routine, which just does does you can do your head in. Mm. Uh, you know, some blokes are really good at it, and I, I really I really envy them. Um, some blokes just get it straight away. I just that this I just have to change. Uh, I, have to, I have to do this, and it'll all wash over in a, in a few years' time. But, I guess if you rebel against it a little bit, or you still keep trying to chase the old freedoms, which I, which I, which I was trying to do a little bit, um, that's when you get yourself into a bit of trouble. And um, I can definitely relate to that. <laughs> um, very free gypsy man in my time. And, yeah, uh, having a kid has definitely yeah. tied me down to a swan spot. And yeah, but I think going back, like I was, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't ready. I mean, I, w- I was 32 when I became a dad, but I wasn't, um, I definitely, emotionally, I wasn't ready. Um, like, I wasn't one of those blokes that sort of said, I want to be a dad. It just sort of happened. It was a bit, it was a bit of a, it was one of those mistakes, beautiful mistakes. Um, I don't know when I wanted to be a dad, but all of a sudden, 32 sounded very young. Yeah. Um, I definitely want, it was definitely on the agenda one day, but um, I guess I'm one, of, I was one of those people that um, it's easier uh, if the decision's made and whether whether or not that was a broken condom or something. <laughs> I can't remember how it happened now, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it was made for me. So, yeah. that, and that was, um, that was a, that was a bit, it was a relief and scared the shit out of me at the same time. Um, yeah, I've written another book about, about the, the nine months actually leading up to Edie, my eldest's first, first, uh, when she was born. That's called X Years, Nine Months, and it's, I published it, self-published it on Amazon. Um, so I relive that, that, that year, 2009, um, in detail. Tell us a bit about that book, like just some snapshots about what you, what you wrote in that book. Yeah, so I, was, I had some publisher interest. I sent through the first chapter, um, uh, and that was enough for me to write the whole thing. And then I was sort of was like, thanks but no thanks. When I finally sent it in, they, they really loved it, but they couldn't find a home for it. Typical sort of publishing story. Yep. Um, so I ended up self-publishing it myself. It was basically um, it was it was it was about my efforts to put the past behind me 
and get myself mentally ready to become a dad. Um, and also, you know, I divided it into chapters of milestones and, and things that happened along the nine-month journey. You know, I had, had you know, I wrote a chapter about the 12-week scan, 20-week scan, um, you know, even things like baby shower, um, you know, Tasha's hormones going all over the shop, um, you know, and then and then I described the uh, the labour in quite intense detail. It was quite a quite a quite a uh, turbulent labour. It was 15, 15 hours of um, of hell, really. Edie's heart rate went up and down, and um, like quite quite um, quite savagely at times. And um, she was she was apparently she was around the wrong way, and they had to use forceps and suction to get her out. And then she had a fractured skull. Um, Oh, sorry, a hairline fractured skull. So then she was in special care for a week, and so yeah, so I describe all that in detail. And um, how was that for you during that period to go through? Were you in on the birth? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, definitely, um, definitely, uh, definitely a life changer, and it's something that still, still sort of resonates with me. Um, each, each time I think, I, I, like I look at her a lot, and I, I think back to that, to those, you know, those first hours when. You know, they were in with Tash. She was, she was groggy from all the drugs that she had to have, and she was getting stitched up. And I was in, um, I was in the special care room, and and Edie had like meconium, like coming dripping out of her, her mouth, and she was like screaming, like with all with the pain of the head. And yeah, no, it was quite. Um, yeah, it was, for for a bloke who wasn't ready for it in the first place, it was uh, <laughs> quite harrowing. <laughs> Sounds yeah, and it was so it was so therapeutic to to get it out on to get to write it to write it down. I and, can imagine. Yeah, there's got to be so many things out there that can help dads. Um, so many initiatives that have already started up. Um, why not just join another initiative that helps dads? Why start up your own? And um, well, I didn't think there was that much out there. Um, and I guess if I started my own, I could do it the way that I thought was best as well so there was a little bit of stubbornness from my end um but the, one of the main driving factors that, that it was that i didn't think there was much out there it's definitely from a public from a from a publication point of view yeah um so that was my i guess that was the main driver for for me and have you had like stories of guys that have read your material and they've got in touch with you and said that's resonated with me and helped me in a really dark hour of my life. Yep. Yeah, I've had a few. I've had I've had a few, and I've I've um I've contacted other people and done the same thing. Um. Yeah, I've had I've had a couple of really nice some really nice feedback on 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 on, on a few of my my own articles and on um we 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 have the um, we have the comments moderator as well on the site. Um. So we have a lot of people you know commenting on various various articles, saying you know. This story really resonated me during, uh, reminded me of a time when I was really struggling, or it's helped my. Or we've had we've had wives saying thanks, thanks so much for setting this up. It's helped my husband and. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's. Uh, when when you read stuff like that, it, it makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. Um, I was about to say, how's that made you feel? Knowing yeah. that This thing that you've created. Yeah. Where made, you thought there was a hole in the market, all of a sudden, dads out there that have been going through similar things yeah. as what you felt. Yeah, no, it makes makes me feel great, and you know, even just little things like you know, if we post something on our Facebook page, and then you, there's a woman that copies some bloke. It's probably her husband, or it could be a friend. I don't know, but uh, that just makes me feel great too. It's just, um, you know, 
because you know people are looking out for each people other. People are and- looking out for each other. They, they, they think that this person will get something out of that. You know, that's the greatest compliment you can get is someone, sh- you know, recommending something you've done or something you've you've had a hand in. Yeah. So has has the dad website reached its full potential yet? Is there nowhere near. St- it. Nowhere near. So yeah. you're what you're only just scratching the surface. Well, as a, um, I think I mentioned earlier, yeah, it's it's basically been a one. I mean, there's three of us, but for most of the time, it's you know, I've I've done a lot of the legwork. Um, um, yeah, I, I've I do the I do all the editing in the back end. I do a lot of the writing. I I chase up content, uh, chase up new co- co- contributors. Um, so if we can get a routine where the three of us are pulling together more, it'd be great. We're trying to we're trying to get a couple of more people involved um, to see if we can try and monetize it. Um, we've got getting little bits of money trickling in for you know for for linkbacks and stuff like that. So and that that just helps helps us to be able to boost stuff socially. Yeah, great. Um, but yeah, we we'd, we'd love to be able to get to like a, a place where we could get a government grant or. Um, if we have to do advertising, but I would prefer not to go down that route. But um, it would be great to to monetize it and um, turn it into a, a fully fledged business um, to get the word out more. And so, what are the hurdles that you're facing at the moment, and what are the challenges, everyday challenges you face with getting the dad website to where you want it to be? Oh, uh, yeah, just 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 time. Time is the main one. Um, you know, we're all well. Uh, the, the reason why we're not progressing it as well as as well as we would have liked is the very reason we started it you know you know we're dads with we're busy dads with jobs and um so you know we wouldn't have the dad website without the kids but in in some ways they're hindering our (laughs) efforts to to make it to make it bigger than bigger um but i think we'll get there it's uh, all all we get is positive feedback um our instagram page is just exploding you know we're up to some seven and a half thousand followers i think now great um, and that's in that's in just over a year, so. Um, wow. So that's sky's the limit. Yeah. So, would you love to quit your job and just do the dad website full time? Is that the ultimate goal? Yeah, I, I, that's that, that. That would be the ultimate goal for me. Um, to spend time. You know, I'd love to have the time to, you know, write a pitch for a government grant, uh, to chase more more quality contributors. You know, to to collaborate with. With some great organisations and great, you know, get some better writers on board, and you know, there's a there's a list a mile long that I would love to have time to do, to do, um, you know, we, we as I said, we're we're going very well for for three blokes that we barely meet up, you know, we just we we chat from time to time about you know what we should potentially do, but um, yeah, it's um it's scratching the surface at the moment. And how do you stay motivated with it? How do you get out of bed and say, I've got to keep this going? What's what's the driving forces? Well, I just think we've come too far. Like We've come so far in a year, a year and a half, um, that it would just seem like a waste now. Um, and, you know, getting back to, you know, it's, it's, all, it's always, it's the, it's the thrill of the chase. You know, you just never know when, when that big break's around the corner. And also, as I said, the feedback from people, that's, that's just a, that's a massive... That's a massive driver for me, um, you know. Having having people come up and say, "Oh, you, you know, you're, you're part of the Dad website. I really love what you're doing, and keep it up." And you know, those are those are the sort of things that that keep me going. So, if someone was out there wanting to start up their own initiative, what advice would you give them? 
Um, I, if they're passionate about it, I'd, 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 I'd definitely recommend doing it. Um, but take the time to, to think it out. Think out, think out where you want to go with it. From a, you know, do you want to, do you want to have a big, you know, do you want to do a website? You know, do you, social media. Um, you know, take some time to think about what direction you want to go with it. What, 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 you, what brand? Well, you know, look, look at your brand, what you represent. You know, take the time to think about. It. That might seem like small stuff, but it's important to sort of um, set some set a, set some slabs up that you can build off. I guess it seems relevant to kind of round off with if there's some dads out there struggling um, you know what are the, what are the main messages you'd put across to them I just think it's just so important to try and talk to someone um, it just takes such a weight off your shoulders if you can if you can get whatever it is off your chest you, it'll always you'll always feel better almost always um, just I think um, we've partnered up with Wayne Schwoss and, and Pucker Up and he he uh, he always talks about the importance of you know talking to someone, and other other initiatives that we've had with um, with other organisations, Movember and stuff like that. They always harp on about you know uh, talking and um, and I, I can't stress it enough. It's just just so important to to be able to just share your feelings and um, connect with other blokes, other other you know other dads and. Um, just try and get along to a da- da- local dads group. There's one in Flemington, Kensington um, that I go to. Uh, they call themselves Important Men's Business. They meet up uh, on the first Wednesday of every every month at the local pub here. And uh, that's a, that's just a great way. I mean, it's one of those things that you know you might feel a bit shy or silly to start with, but um, you know once you're there for half an hour, it's it's just great because you well, yeah, you end up talking about the the kids for a while and. But once you get over that, it's, you can just talk about anything, and, and that's that's you know, that's great. So, how important is that for dads to have that that uh, that time at, at the pub and just you know be with other mates and just blow off a bit of steam? Oh, it's just very important. You go you go stir crazy otherwise. Um, yeah, and, and that goes for mums too. Yeah, uh, you, you need you need out you need time away. Um, whether or not it's you, you, you going away as a couple, which I think is very important as well. You need to put couple time in, um, but also just having your own time, having your own space. Um, if you don't have that, you don't. Um, yeah, it's worse off for everyone. Yeah, I guess uh, just kind of rounding off. If someone wanted to get into contact with you about the dad website, um, how do they find you? And yeah, so check out the website, thedadwebsite.com. Um, uh, is a great starting point. You, you, there's an a uh, there's a there's an about us page. Um, if you want to email me directly, the, just email me at uh, louis at thedadwebsite dot com. Um, I check that several times a day. Um, they're the they're, they're the two main things. Check us out. We're 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 we're, out, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all just at the dad website. So you can get in touch touch with us on any of those mediums. Well, Daniel. It's been such a pleasure having you on All Good in the Hood. I think what you're doing with the Dad website is just a, such a fantastic initiative for for dads out in the community that are obviously having their own battles. And I'm so happy that it's um, getting a great response this in its early stages. And I've got no doubt in my mind that uh, it'll go on to bigger and better things. And I wish you all the best for the future. I really appreciate you having me, and, and, and um, good luck with this podcast. It's also a great initiative. Um, 
very community-driven aspect. And uh, if it's anything like your uh, some of the music of yours that I've listened to, I'm sure it'll be great as well, mate. So thank you. Thanks, Louis. Appreciate that. Cheers, mate. So there you have it. An incredibly driven and passionate individual who's striving for a better world. I hope you found this episode both insightful, enlightening, and above all, inspiring. My true hope for these podcasts is to ignite a spark in people listening. It's never too late to get involved in community initiatives or even create your own movement for social change. I also want this podcast to show people that if you engage and connect with your community, it can provide your life with great purpose. If you know of a community initiative creating positive ways in your neighborhood, we would absolutely love to hear from you. You can contact us through the All Good in the Hood Facebook page or through our website. Also, if you liked what you heard today, we would love you to extend your generosity and share All Good in the Hood on your social media pages. There's just so many great things happening in our communities and I want to spread the word far and wide. Thanks again for tuning in. I'm Tim Solly and keep your eyes peeled for the next episode of All Good in the Hood.